0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. Uh, Freilich and Matsoy, President's Day. Okay, we're learning Mustach the Chagiga, Omer We'll say over again Yadalid Omer Aleph on the bottom of the Gemara the Gemara because the Gemara says that. Rav Katina said, even at the time of the downfall of Yushalayim, they had honest people. Because when they were looking for Magidei Shir, and they were looking for people to teach, they asked people, and uh, they said, No, we not only do we not know Taira, we never knew Taira. They were very, very honest. And yet, the Gemara had a steer, because Rav said Yushalayim was only destroyed, because the honest people stopped. There are no honest people. So the Gemara says, There's no difficulty, really. Yishroli. This is talking about words of Torah. When it came to words of Torah, they were honest. They said they didn't know, they really, they, they are honest that they in fact did not know Torah. This is talking about business transactions. They were honest regarding their knowledge of Torah. But by regarding business, they were not honest. They were, they did not deal honest in business. And the pasuk explain, the pasuk that Rava cites um, indicates this because the Rava the pasuk Rava cited is walk about the outskirts and the open areas. Will you find honest people? That refers to the marketplaces where people do business. Tanravanan, Meisa ben There is a story that Rabin Yochem was riding on a donkey. Vahayimahalach, but was going on the road. Rebbe Lezer ben Arach mechamer acharav. Rebbe Lezer ben Arach was walking behind him. Amar lo'i. So, Rebbe Lezer ben Arach said to Rebbe Yachim ben Zakeh, Rebbe, teach me one chapter about the Ma'asim merkava. Please, Rebbe, amar lo'i. Rebbe Yachim said, didn't I already teach you the Mishnah? You cannot teach the ma'is markava to an individual unless he's wise and understands on his own. So there's a cash over here. What do you mean Rabbi Yechim Zakai said, I taught you the Mishnah? Rabbi Yechim Ben Zakai came before the Mishnayot were ever written. What did Rabbi Yechim and Zakai mean? I already taught you the Mishnah. turn it off what did Rabbi Yochim and Zakkai mean They already taught you the Mishnah the Mishnah was not written yet so from here we learn many many Svarim most notably Rabbi Yitzchak Isaac Halevi the great Doris Harishonim says from here we learn that the Mishnahis existed even before Rabbi Redacted Rabbi merely finalized it he codified it he made it smaller but they certainly had editions of Mishnahis well before uh, Rabbi in fact, Rabbi Zaka is citing a Mishnah Yitorv Lezab Ben Arach. He says, "Amaloi loy kach shani si lachem v'loy You can't teach a meis merkava to an individual, amkin hayachacha, even midaitai, unless he's a wise man and understands on his own. Amarloi. So Rabbi Lezab Ben Arach said, "Rebbe, tarsheni loymar lefanecha davar echad sheli maratani." Please allow me to say before you something. That you taught me. Now this is very odd, because Rebbe Yochum is was saying, Rebbe you're not on the madriga to learn the ma'isam arkava, and Rebbe was saying, no, Rabbi, you taught to me. What did you taught to? The Rabbi just said you're not on the madriga to learn it. How could Rebbe Lezar respond? Rabbi, didn't you teach to me? His Rebbe just told him that uh, he wasn't. He's not even on the madriga to learn it. So very interesting marshah over here, a, a, a marshah that I'm very fascinated by. The marshah says that, mhm, marshah says that, firstly, we, remember we learned this machlaikis the Rambam, and the Marsha, regarding when the Mishnah says that you cannot teach maisam or to a yachid unless he is a chacham umayvin midaitai. So, the Marsha says that means, you could teach to anybody, merkava rush. right? The Gemara says, Avamoysa loi Rashi Prakim. Remember the Gemara? The Gemara on, on daf Yud Gimel, that you're allowed to teach Rashi Prakim. So, the Marsha learns that means, you're allowed to teach anybody Rashi Prakim, you just, and a Chacha Midaita, you could teach him everything. As opposed to the Rambam, who learned even the chacham Mevin Midaita, you can only teach him the Rashi Prakim. So, we'll, we'll see how that fits in over here. So, the asks, that uh, Rebbe ben Arach was told by his Rebbe that you're not allowed to teach Ma'ase Merkava unless he's a Chacham, even Midaitai. So one way around this would be to say, like the Marshallah Shitase, that he taught him Rashi Prakim. Ah, he's not a Chacham even midaytai. You're allowed to teach him. So he's not a Chacham even midaytai. Rashi Prakim. And that's, in fact, what the Ben Yoyada learns over here. But the Masha does not take that approach. The marshal gives two answers. The marshal, again, the marshal's kasha is, Since according to Rabbi Yechim and Zakeh, Rabbi Lezman Arach was not roy to learn Masha Merkava, he's not a Chacham, even midaitai. so how could Rabbi Lezman Maroch say, Rabbi, you taught me this. The well, Rabbi said I never taught you anything. You're not worthy to learn it. So the marshal says, a Adavar Oyev V'noira. The Gemara on Shabbos says on Kufmem Zayin Medveiz that Reb Leza ben Arach went to an area and he got so carried away with the wine and the mineral baths that he forgot his learning. And in fact, even a simple passing in the Chumash, HaKhoidah Shazel Lachem, he, he read it, HaKharesh Hayalibam." And there's a famous Reb Shamsim Shepoli why he exchanged after those letters. But the Gemara says Reb Leza ben Arach forgot his learning. So Reb Leza Arach, and then he came back he became a Balchuva sort of. So Elazar was a great chacham, and then he lost everything, and then he came back. So what Rabbi ben is saying, Zaka, you taught me ma'aseh berkava before I forgot my learning. So Rabbi Yochman thought he's not a chacham anymore. So Rabbi ben said, No, I still remember what you taught me when I was a chacham. So Rechum is saying, "You're no longer a chacham." And even he Rabbi says, "No, I'm going to tell you what I learned when I was a chacham." Another Pshat is an amazing Pshat. If you uh, want to tell your rebbe something, rebbe, you want to, uh, you know, this is the halacha, or I heard a great var Torah. You have to say, "Rebbe, remember when you taught me?" I mean, the rebbe and teacher. You're telling the rebbe, but since you're not supposed to tell the rebbe something new. So as a way of anivus, you're supposed to say, Rebbe, you taught me this and this. And the Gurap Haskins like this, la halacha. That, uh, you know, you don't go over to a Rebbe and say, you know, Rebbe, here, uh, there's very interesting halacha. Maybe you didn't know. You know how to phrase it that way. You say, Rebbe, you know, remember when you taught me this halacha? You know, I never learned that. But that's how, that's how the second answer. Okay. Um weiter. So, amallah yamar. So Rabbi ben said, "The floor is yours." Miad yard Rabbi Khamar, So Rabbi ben to listen to this upcoming Shevra from Luzzmanarach, he got off the donkey, the nasatef, and he wraps himself, the yashavalo even, and he sits on a stone tachas Hazayas. under an olive tree. Why a stone? Why an olive tree? The Marsha says we find by Moshe Rabbeinu in Parshas Beshalach. Va'yikhu So, when you when you want to contemplate, you take a stone, and Moshe sat on it. And why under an olive tree? An olive tree represents the light of Torah. Okay. The Gemara continues. Amar Loi Rebbe. So, Reuven Marach says, "So, Rabbi Yehoshua, Revi, why did you get off the donkey?" So, Rabbi Yehoshua says, Amr Efsheh at ha'doresh merkava." Is it possible you are expounding on the masim merkava? Ushchina imanu, and the shchina is with us. Malachiya Shars Sanu, and the heavenly angels escort us. Fani Arkav Alakhamar, and I'm riding on a donkey. It's not it's not Bakavatik, I need to put myself in the best frame of mind. Miyad immediately Pasak Rablazaban Arah, the Maisamarkava. Immediately Rablazab began to expand on the Misa Markavah, Vidarash. And he began to darshan. Vyarda Ishman Hashamayim and a fire came down from heaven. Vesibhiva Kalhoilanis and it surrounded all the trees, Shavasada, Pashu Kulan, Amru Shira. They all burst forth and they sang Shira. Ma Shira Amru. What song did the trees sing? Hallelujah. Praised are is God, Minharat's Taninim, the sea giants, Vahaltohoimais and all the depths, it's Puri. Fruit trees v'chala razim. Hallelujah. Now, the in Yaakov brings a gersa, that some say they sang the song, hayar. Fine. Now, it's interesting. He began expounding on the Ma'asa Merkava. So the Eshmin HaShamayim, I believe, represents the Ma'asa Merkava. And... The trees singing are the Ma'isa Barishas. The Marshal says, Now it doesn't mean a fire actually emanated from heaven, it's in their seichel a fire came down from heaven, like a fire of the Merkava that Yecheskel saw, and surrounded the trees, that's a on Ma'isa Fine. Um, paschul Kul, Fine. The and the okay, Nenem Malachminaesh, a angel answered from the fire. This uh, angel was created from the Torah that Rubazman Arah was dashing, Venya Yada says. The Umar and the angel said, Hainhein Maysum R Kavah He got it, the guy got it, he 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 nailed it. Rubazman Arach nailed the Mysum Rakavah. Omar Ruby Achman Zakai Vinoshkaya Roy roishoi. Ruby Achman Zakai stood up, he kissed him on his head, but Umar ben Blessed is the Lord, the God of Israel, that He gave a son to Abraham, our forefather. Sheyoideah, who knows the hoven, to understand the and to investigate the lidosh, and to expand the ma'isimar kava. Now, what's the little what Avraham Avinu got to do with this? So the says, because Avraham was the first person to investigate ma'isimar kava, and he even composed this in a sefer called Sefer Hayitzira, which is attributed to Avram Avinu. So therefore, we're connecting Rav Blasam to Avram because Avram was the first great philosopher, mekubal. Okay, so now Rav Yo- Yochman Zake continues praising his talmidim. Yesh noa doresh ve'ein noah mekayim. There are those who give good drushes, but they don't fulfill it. Noa mekayim noa doresh are those who fulfill but they don't they don't give good drushes. Atanoa doyresh v'nav you do both. Ashrecha avraham avinu. Fortunate is Abraham She'elozar ben Arach yotsam echalatzecha. The ben Arach came out of your loins. So, this was an instance where, apparently, according to the first pshat, Reb Lazar ben Arach had learned the Ma'eser Merkava from Rabbi Yechman Zakai. He then forgot some of his learning and he was able to restore it. And according to the other pshat, he learned it on his own. Fine. Vayter, second line. And when the, this matter was said before Rabbi Shua, that Rabbi Lesley ben Arachim and Rabbi Achim Azayin were discussing the Maistah Merkava, Hayahu, for Rabbi Koyen, he and Rabbi Yosiyah Koyen, I believe these are all Talmidim of... Rabbi Achman Zak, I mentioned them perkayavah, Yisrael Blaziman Arach, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yosef Yaakoin, Mahalchim Madarach, they're all, they're also walking on the road. Amru, they said, af anu nidrash ve Now, the Marshal wants to know, why is everyone who learns the maesimar kava taking a Everyone Everyone's walking, why aren't they in the base madrash, you know? It's because you only gotta teach one person, and the walls have ears. So you have to do it. If you wanna have a private conversation, you have to go for a walk. So, amru'af'onu nidro'yish v'mais v'markava. Well, we too should darsh v'mais v'markava. Pasach Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua opened up, v'darash, and he expounded. That was the period of Thomas. it was in the summer months. Haya. shamayim the, the heavens clustered with clouds. And they saw like a rainbow in the clouds. The Marashah says, this is not... It doesn 't say "Keshas, a rainbow appeared. it says, "Like a rainbow appeared, because a rainbow is a simon klala. but the rainbow is the rainbow that Yeheko saw in the Maeavasin, Uban and the heavenly angels gathered and came, Kivne Adam, like people that gather and come to see the merrymaking of the groom and the bride. This was like, uh, what a spectacle. Halach Rav Yosei HaKoyin V'Sibadvar Muthnei Rav Zakai Rav Yosei went and related the matter before Rav Yomad Zakai. V'Omar and Rav and Zakai said, "Ashrechem, fortunate are you, Ashre Yoladaschem, fortunate are your Bearers. Ashrei Einai. Fortunate are my eyes. Shekach Ro'o. That this is what, that they saw this. Viaf Aniva Atem mi, Mesubin Ho'ino Al Harsinai. And also I and you in my dream, we were all, we were sitting on Harsinai. V'nasna Alayna Baskal and a heavenly voice was, came resounding toward us. Minashamayim. And the voice said, Alulakan, come up to here. Alulakan, come up to here. Traklin gadoilim, big dining halls, umatsais nois, and beautiful couches, mutsais lachem, are spread out for you. Atem you, vetamidechem, and your students, vetamideitamidechem, and your grand students, mezumanim lakat shlishis, are destined for it to be from the third group. That is a very mysterious statement. What is it? What's the third group? What is is their dritter group. So I'm a freshman say like this: There are three kinds of learners. There are people who learn just to get the simple pshat and the translation, and they're satisfied. Then there are those who learn more deeply, and we know that somebody learns Tarlashma From the learning, they get insight, they get advice in life, they get they get sanctity, but the highest group is those who learn the, the real secrets of the Torah. So what Rabbi Yochim and Zakeh was told, him and his Talmud are from the third group, those who have the highest level of knowledge. Okay. Amy! Is this so? Did Rabbi Lazarus and Azaria really expound the Ma'es and Merkava before Rabbi ben and Zakai? Tanya, we learned in Abrasah, Rabbi Bar and Yudha Shloisha Hartsoisein. You know what a Hartza'a is? Anyone here speak Hebrew? Modern Hebrew. No? Uh, you yes, ask, you speak a some Hebrew, no? Well, oh. It's like a, Jewish, I mean. a drush. A a lecture, right? Yeah. Lecture, Hartza'a. There are three discourses. Rabbi Shua Hirtsed Ram Lothnev Yechomen Zakai. Rabbi Shua gave a drasha to Rabbi Achim and Zakai about Maisim Merkava. Rabbi Kiva Rabbi Lothnev Rabbi Kiva gave a drash before Rabbi Shua. Hanani ben Chachina are here at Rabbi Kiva. Ve'ilu Rabbi Lezah ben like a hashev. Here there are only three drashas. Rabbi Shua before Rabbi Yechem and Zakkai. Rabbi Akiva before Rabbi Shua. Rabbi Hanani ben Chachina before Rabbi Akiva. But Rabbi Lezah ben Aruch is not mentioned here. I'm sure not mentioned. Hmm. None of them are mentioned. Good point. Not sure. Good question. Let's see. So the Gemara asks, Why doesn't Sarah Beleza bin Aruch give a Joshua before Rabbi Achim and the Kame It's only counting those who gave drashas, and others gave drashas before them. So, for instance, Rabbi Yeshua gave a drasha before Rabbi Yehuda so he gave a drasha, and someone gave a drasha to him. Rabbi Kiva gave a drasha to him. ben Right, Rabbi Shua, we're only counting those who gave Joshua's and others gave Joshua's to them. So Rabbi Shua gave a Joshua to Zakai, and he got a Joshua from Rabbi Akiva. ben Kha Rabbi Akiva gave a Joshua to Rabbi Shua, and he got a Joshua from Chanani ben Chachinai. But the artzi v'lo yasukame; those who gave a drasha, but no one gave a drasha to them. In other words, nobody gave a drasha to Rabbi Elazar ben Arach. Lo ykach hashav. Says the Gemara, "What are you talking about? Chananya and Chananiah, the artzi kame the kach hashav. Rabbi Chananya and Chananiah gave a drasha, but he, nobody gave a drasha to him." Says the Gemara, "The artzi miu kame man the artzi." What does that mean? Rashi says, even though no one gave him a drasha, who hurts to name me, at least he gave a drasha to someone who gave a drasha. So, Hanani ben Chachinai gave a drasha to someone who gave a drasha. So did Rabbi Akiva. So did, now, Rabbi Yeshua gave a drasha before Rabbi Achim and Zakai, but he also got a drasha. But, uh, Rabbi Lesnar gave a drasha, but he didn't give a drasha before someone who gave a drasha. Frekhtig What about He gave a drasha before someone who gave a drasha. But Rabbi Lesnar, no one gave a drasha to him, and he didn't give a drasha before someone who gave a drasha. But I don't understand that. He gave a drasha to Rabbi Yechim and Zakkai, and didn't Rabbi Achaman Zakai Gahivaj to uh, ben unless, uh, the, the, unless you say he never did, right, it just reveals to the martial lez- start Right, right. That fits according to the Bshat, then he was just saying Rabbi you taught this to me, but he didn't actually teach it to him, right? What's the point of this whole thing? What do you mean darshan? Everyone darshens every day. Like what's the What what's the special thing the of the of three these three darshan? Sounds, sounds like there are three, like historic uh, ma'isim Kavashiram. Mm-hmm. You know, three, three le- registered, accredited ma'isim Kavashiram. Three official, you know, accredited ma'isim Kavashiram. Okay, now we come to uh, one of the most famous gemaras in Shas, one of the most difficult gemaras, Gadat Tegmarah. Tan Arba Nechnasu Parades. Four jai, four sages entered the orchard. Now, what is this parades? The Gemara, the Rabinu says on the second wide line in your Rabbinu Hananel, Perush kinu Parades Mein Gan They nickname Parades something like Gan Eden. Shehi Genuza the Tzaddikim, just like Gan is put away for the Tzaddikim. Kach Oysai Makayim. This place paradise who Ba ba'aravais is a place in the aravais is the fourth wide line in the Rabino khanana on the wide aravais is the third wide line is the highest place in heaven shahnashamish al-sadiqum suris by like we said on on yevbazum uh, evbaz that this is where the souls of the Tadiqum are hidden um Umfurash behechalais, and in the Sefer Hechalais it explains Shahoyu hachachamim harui in lamida hazu. Those sages that were on the level of exploring this mystical realm, what would they do? Mispalulim they would pray umenakin atzmon we called tuma they would cleanse themselves from any impure items. That summon they would fast umatibile umet umetavlin Umataran, they would immerse and purify vaymeshdamshem b'shemais. They would utilize various names of God, but they would gaze mystically at the various hallways and realms in the shamayim and how the malachim serve in each one. So this is some kind of meditative trance. You, you look like you're not so familiar with what's going on with this uh, particular journey. So this is some type of meditative process. Where a person focuses on certain Shemois, cleanses his thoughts, and begins to probe the the realms of the heavens. So that's what the Garmara means, Arban. Yeah, they entered the paradise. Doesn't mean they went to a certain place. It means through the power of meditation, they began to probe the secrets of the universe. The Elohim. And these are them. Ben Azai. Uben Zayma. Acher, who's Acher? Elisha ben Avui, the Rabbi of, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Akiva. Now, Rabbi Akiva gave them some warning. You're going to get to a certain palace, and there are going to be clear stones that look like they have waves, and they look like water. And you're going you're gonna to say, Stop, we can't go there, it's water! If you say that, you're dead. Because it's not water, it's stones that are clear, that looks like water. And if you say anything that's false near God, you're dead. So, Magien, Avnei when you get to the marble stones, Tahar, which are pure, Al Toimru, don't say Those who speak falsehood will not be established before my eyes. In other words, heaven forbid you make an in- Accurate assessment. Now, how did these sages get to the Pardes? Rashi says, They arose up through the the shemaim's by saying the name of Hashem. Now, could we do this today? Rav Chaim Vita writes in the Shari Kedusha, Paragimel, that one of the reasons we can't do this today is because we don't have the efer the Paraduma, which the Amaram had. And since it was lost in the times of Ayin Rava. And since we're tamemes, we don't use shemais. Okay? So don't do this at home. Now, Toises argues on Rashi. Toises, he says they entered a the paradise, but they didn't actually rise up. It appeared to them. It was a virtual thing. Okay. Uh, ben Azai. So we're going to see what happened to them. Basically, this was one of the most dangerous journeys ever. Only one of the Tanam survived, and he was lucky he escaped by Ben-Azai, Hitzitz, he gazed, umes, and he died. Even though he's only there mentally. Yeah. Now the Masha says, why did he die? He had such a profound encounter with Divine. His Nefesh was nistabek with such avah and Deveikos. That he clung to it, and it's begadar kiloyaraniyah adam machai. So he saw God, his soul, uh, the Malabam explains elsewhere, his soul got subsumed by the great fire, the Ish al-Havesya, his, you know, what happens when you take a little candle and it, and it comes near a big fire? The big fire draws the little candle. Right, you ever try it? Take, take a small candle, put it near a big flame, the small candle would jump to the flame. That's what happened to Ben It wasn't that he sinned. It just he had such a powerful uh, divine experience that his soul didn't want to be here anymore. His soul only wanted to go to the next world. That's what happened to Ben Azay. Remember about him. The pasuk says, "Yakar be'enei precious in the eyes of God." Hamavasah those who die, lachasidah of His devout ones. Ben Zayma. Now Ben Zayma was the world's greatest expert in exegesis and darshaning, right? I'm Ben Azaria. Harayani kevim shem sham. Loz Ben Zayma. Hititz. He, he gazed the nifka. He became mentally unstable. Ba'ala va'kasavayim er. And about him, the pasuk says, "Devash matzasa." If you find honey, echal Eat what is sufficient. Hentez lest you become satiated, the hikasai, and you vomit it. Where the, the mashal is like this, the Anaf Yosef brings the following mashal: You have a king, he makes a big, uh, a big banquet, and he has two two types of buffets. One, he has meat, potatoes, and real food, and the other buffet, he has seven-layer cake from Ziegelmans. He has all kinds of you know, sugary items. So one guy goes, and he eats the meat, and he eats the potatoes, and he has some dessert, he's stable. But the guy who goes straight for the cake, after a little while, he just, his mind, the sugar rush, just completely envelops him. He, he can't even think straight. So the the secrets of the Torah are such you have to be so satisfied with uh, what we call basar v'yayin, the... the you have to malle kresoi, shasu poiskim, that if you have too much of this, you could become mentally unstable. Okay. Rabbi Akiva, acher, thank you, katsa kitsit spinatias. He chopped down the trees. Since the analogy is, it's called an orchard, so he, he became a heretic. He went off the, the path of Torah mitzvahs. Rabbi Akiva, yatsa Rabbi Akiva emerged unscathed. Come. what's his secret what was Rebekiba's secret huh well, it seemed like Rebekiba was also better prepared he gave him the advice before he mm. kind of knew what was coming one second this is the thing that he's Achar, been there before he said, this is how he snapped see. this was it yeah. well we're going to see more the, ne- the next blot is going to be about Akher he saw, I mean, uh, he saw somebody do shuluch hakein. We're going to see. The next plot will be about mm-hmm. Okay. Now the Marsha has a Gersa here. Rebekiva Allah V'yarad The Marsha says, Ben Zoyma, gazed and he became mentally unstable because he was not Shalim in the Mailas and in the Yishiv hadas like Ben Azai. And he gazed at this very powerful light and it became, his mind was Nisbalbal. Okay. And Acher thought there are two Rishuyas. But Rabbi Kiva was Allah B'Shalom so he wanted to know why. Because Rabbi Kiva was And when he got to the end boundary of where the human Seichel is uh, limited, in other words, when he reached the ultimate limitation, he didn't, he didn't push. In other words, the Kiva knew when to stop. Okay, whatever that means. So the Gemara says, Shalues ben Zayma. Some learned they asked Ben Zema when he was in the Shamayim, because Ben, Zema, ben Zema was like the leading sage. So the heavens asked him, "Mahul Kaaba, Could you castrate a dog?" Now I'm not sure why in the heavens they care about that particular shayla, you know. But they asked him, "Could you neuter a dog?" Now why, why should you be able to? Because you're not able to neuter any animal that could be brought as a carbon. And not only that. You can't neuter any animal as, at all. But a dog is so removed from bringing as a carbon that if you change a dog for a, for a cow or a sheep, you can't even bring the cow or the sheep. So since a dog is so far removed, at least a uh, a pig is not so far removed from being as a carbon because you could change a pig for a sheep. But a cat, but a, um, a dog is so far removed from is so far removed from a carbon that maybe the, in Shemayim they want to know maybe you can neuter a dog. Um, so Ben Zoma said, "Come on, in your land you know how to do it. So you cannot uh, neuter any animal." And then the shaila is, a basula, a woman who is a virgin, she has her basulum intact, and she became pregnant. Can a to live with her? So now, <laughs> how can a woman be? A besula and become pregnant. So we'll see. She, we, we mentioned the possibility. She became pregnant in the bathtub. Like we said, Bensirah was the son of Yermia, and the mother was Nasaber Ba'ambati. Have a great night, everyone. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com.